Welcome everyone. Welcome to Freedom International live stream. I am Grace Asagra of Come to Nurse podcast, and I am very excited and very honored to have with me two gentlemen who who are really in the right side of history, and I'm glad to be associated with them, and I do want to help them in whatever they're doing. So please, to all our followers and um, listeners, and thank you so much for being with us today. And also, thank you for making sure that you like this podcast, you share, and definitely share, 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 okay? Because we always want to have that support, whether you're in, in person with me or you're from a distance, where, whether you're in United States or in other countries, because you know, the situation right now is very global, but, and we are responsible to do something to make this, this, uh, this nefarious path that the whole world is going into, and we are not going to let that happen, and it's on our hands. So tonight, I'm very excited to have Dr. Joseph Sanson, okay? And he's a busy man. And of course, David, attorney David Meiswinkle is a busy man also. And but we all make sacrifices so we could be together because there are certain critical conversations, critical discourses that needs to happen. And what I know about uh, Dr. Sanson is he's been leading the movement for banned jabs. And I was so excited to hear about that. And of course, the second time I heard about him is he's connected with National American Renaissance Movement and whose president is my dear good friend, attorney David Meiswinkle. He and Dr. Joseph Samson is, is a psychiatrist. Oh, no, I'm sorry, sorry. I, he, he's a psychologist. And he's really a psychotherapist, but he's in the good side of the psychotherapy because you know how sometimes you could be in the wrong side of psychotherapy care, okay? And then when you're in the wrong side of psychotherapy care, now you'll be meeting those psychopathic authoritarian people who claims that they have the science on their side. So that's another thing is like, oh, follow the science. The science that they've been following is so, so wrong. So welcome, Dr. Sanson. So please, whatever you want to start with and add more about introducing yourself, because this is your first time in our platform, and I would like to always have you in the near future. Well, thank you, Gracie. Am, am I on? You can hear me? Thumbs up. Okay. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I'd like to say I'm a psychotherapist opposed to psychopathic authoritarianism, which means I'm opposed to a lot of what's going on right now. Um, I don't know if I if I would say I'm leading the band of jab movement, but I, I think I'm one of the catalysts in it for sure. And, you know, we passed this first band of jab resolution in our Lee County Republican Party uh, back in February 21st of uh, last year. And, you know, we kind of bloodied their nose a little bit with that. Uh, we've been facing a lot of censorship, but in Florida, we've gotten 10 counties to pass these bandage jab resolutions. Uh, we've got counties as, way, as far away as Oregon and Oregon that have passed it. And the, uh, the Idaho Republican Party passed this resolution word for word. Maricopa County, which is the biggest Republican county in the country, passed the band and jab resolution. And um, tomorrow it's coming up with the Republican uh, Party of Arizona 
will be voting on it. Um, they got a little bit of a battle, which I can get into a little after about it because they're trying to water down some parts of it. But um, the resolution declares COVID-19 and MRI injections to be biological and technological weapons because they meet the criteria, the legal criteria, and Dave will certainly talk to this, of biological, technological weapons and weapons of mass destruction according to 18 U.S.C. 175, Chapter 10, Biological Weapons. Uh, in the case of Florida here, um, it's Florida Statute 790.166. Uh, you know, and, and I confirmed that with Dr. Francis Boyles, an advisor to the National American Renaissance Movement, and he endorsed the resolution back in March uh, when I was in the hospital. And um, he, uh, and he affirmed that the, they do meet the legal criteria according to his expert opinion. And Dr. Francis Boyle is the Harvard-educated law professor that wrote the 1989 Bioweapons and Anti-Terrorism Act, uh, passed both houses of Congress unanimously, drafted international treaties uh, on bioweapons as well. So arguably the world's leading legal authority on biological weapons, or certainly one of them. And, and so what we're simply doing with these resolutions is we're calling on the governor uh, to, to prohibit the distribution of these weapons of mass destruction in our state and we're also calling on the attorney general of the state to confiscate the vials and conduct a forensic analysis. And, uh, and, and these resolutions are important because they put pressure on the politicians, but they're also giving them cover. They're not there by themselves. So when a county Republican Party declares this to be a violent, they represent the whole party, the Republican Party. So you, it, typically what I'm doing is piggybacking um, off of um, Dan Schultz's precinct strategy on how to kind of take over the Republican Party within with these precinct positions at the county level. And, and so we we're kind of using that to put pressure on these people. Uh, and it's important to recognize that we're not going to stop until we win. These people will face justice. And uh, we're going to keep pushing. And Gracie, you just raise your hand when you want to jump in. Because uh, we're on that little technical issue, you just let me know, and uh, and I think that all these actions work together. Dave will talk a little bit about the grand jury petition, where he outlines a bunch of other crimes um, that are being violated as well, and that's the, what National Armor is doing by putting the evidence in front of these people. And we're just going to keep pushing. Uh, I think Arizona is big uh, this weekend because if the Republican Party of Arizona declares the COVID-19 and MRI injections to be biological and technological weapons. It's a very important political state. And we want to keep flipping over counties and state parties when possible because it's going to continue to build momentum. And what's happened recently is the Surgeon General, the Florida Department of Health has actually called for a halt to these injections. And um, the Surgeon General in public statements has went as far uh, as saying these are the antichrist of drugs, that they're evil, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, we're going to use that as well because every action, so this is really about a lot of individuals with a common, a common goal because there's so many activists involved here. And that's why I say I'm like one of the cat catalysts, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and take credit for it. But we've got activists all over. What I just tell people, and this is really important for people to understand, we either win or we die, so we're gonna win. And you're gonna you're gonna die anyway, so get over it. So you can choose to grovel on your knees like a coward, or you can stand up as a man or woman and fight. And we're gonna stop this, and we're gonna bring these people to justice. 
and that's what we mean most of the activists and those who people who are awake and you know never bought the narrative from the very beginning and those who are gradually waking up to what's really been happening that it's all been a pandemic and it's really not something that should have happened you know we want think you want we want the people in the individuals men and women who made that crazy decision to be accountable because i was just thinking dr sanson that you know if we don't do that there right now and you know in the latest uh, davos conference they're talking about this is x and they're always talking about something so if we don't open our mouths really be aggressive so that these things we put a halt on it then it will just be one thing after the other so it is it's just crazy so don't don't you see right for so but let me ask you dr sanson is it just the responsibility of the republican party or is it beyond the one party and what but what is it happening that it's only the republican party who seem to be really going after this red or you know this kind of movement no this isn't and some people get a little confused because they'll accuse me of making this a partisan and no i am a precinct committee member in my county and so what i've done this is the soft underbelly of the party so what we're doing we're capturing the ground underneath them and we're reframing this so when other people were talking about mandates and fighting mandates so as a psychotherapist i specialize in clinical hypnosis and i'm going to tell you right now from an ericksonian hypnosis point of view debating whether a bioweapon should be mandated or not is a losing proposition and so what we need to be asking is who do we need to investigate who do we need to prosecute? And so sometimes it's a little bit of a psyop within the context of the COVID-19 injections. We all support health freedom uh, at this point, I think certainly, um, you know, but the issue is that what's happening is people are confusing that issue with this and saying, well, I don't want to be like Democrats and, man- and do a mandate. No, this is a weapon of mass destruction. We're demanding that they enforce the bioweapons laws. These injections have nanotechnology in them. The patents show that they have self-assembling nanotechnology in them. It shows that they have hydrogels in them, which is programmable matter. Our colleague at National Arm, Dr. Andy Mahalchia, really goes into detail on this. Uh, Karen Kingston goes through the patents really well on it. And, and so the, the, these, are, these are weapons of mass destruction. I, you know, I interviewed uh, Dr. Vila, Dr. Merovic Vila, um, uh, a couple few weeks ago and she's a doctor in the villages here in Florida which is like your biggest senior community in the country and she's treating over 2,000 vaccine injured patients and she's seen the turbo cancer she's seeing the, the heart issues uh, fatigue cognitive issues big time neurological issues and um, I'll tell you though what she's seeing is according to her what she's seeing right now based on the evidence is that everybody that gets the shot is developing an autoimmune disease. And she didn't mean like lupus or something like that. She's saying the reaction to the injections is an autoimmune disease, almost like VADES, Vaccine Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. And, and so this is a serious issue because like I have type one diabetes. On average, the lifespan of someone with type one diabetes is 15 years less than everybody else. 
someone with cystic fibrosis, a much more serious autoimmune disease, is lucky to live there like 25. Um, I guess it would be the same thing with diabetes if you didn't have insulin. But um, So we don't know how many of these people are going to be dead in 10 years. Now, we do know that at least 17 million people have died worldwide from these injections, but I'm going to tell you now, the number is much larger than that because they're not connecting the dots. Of these. Those are the obvious cases. They're not connecting to the dots of the people who are dying of cancer. They're coming back at a remission. Um, people that are having heart attacks. We know about the people dying suddenly, but you're seeing a lot of people in their 50s and 60s that are dying. That, um, the older people, obviously, too, but... Um, this isn't going away. And so what, like, for instance, today, uh, uh, a colleague of mine, Nick Cataruna, Caterano, he's going to get mad at me for saying his name wrong, Caterano, um, he had, he had a, uh, an event today uh, over in uh, the villages with Dr. Um, Vila today, and they had a bunch of her, her, her vaccine, you know, the bioweapon in, injected victims there talking. And so what you're going to see now is a steady unleashing of the army of the injured. And they can't look away. They're not going to be allowed to. And we're going to, you know, if we have to shame these people, we're going to shame them. We're going to, one way or another, we're going to put the fear of God into these people. Because we're not going to let them get away with it. And they're going to, there's one thing they'll, they'll understand. And that is force rooted in justice, <coughs> excuse me, and backed by courage. And we're not going to back down. They're going to blink. We are not going to blink. And we're just getting started on this. Eventually, these people at the World Economic Forum will have nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. And they should be afraid right now. I'm 100% in agreement with you. Oh, I was... Wait, well, uh, sorry, uh, you, to your original question, though, um, if you can get these resolutions passed in the Democratic Party, then do it. Uh, I don't have the inroads there. Right now, it seems like a much steeper hill to climb there. Otherwise, RFK Jr. wouldn't have probably left the Republican Party, but I mean, or the Democratic Party. But yeah, it, it, so we're not making it partisan. What I'm seeing is a path where I can get something moving a little bit to shift the focus. And so if people are listening to this right now that are Democrats, go take the resolution's right on my Substack. Just, it's josephsanson.substack.com. Just take that resolution and adopt it and use it. Get it passed. I'd love to see a Democratic county pass in that, or a party county. Sorry. Oh, it, it's a good thing. Someone has to lead the way. And wherever that, whether whichever party, the point is it has to be done. And someone has to be the trailblazer. And I'm glad whoever is, you, know, you guys are doing this. And um, I, in, when did you and... Attorney David Meiswinkle get connected, you know, did you know each other before and what made you, you know, you do this together and, uh, you know, David, go ahead and please contribute. Okay. And Joe was the uh, chairman of the Reform Party in New Jersey. Is that when you were chairman of the Reform Party, Joe? Can you hear me? I don't know if you can uh, hear me. And, uh, and yeah, I was the chairman of Pat Buchanan's presidential campaign. You're right. And we got involved with Pat Buchanan's presidency. And I actually had the honor to be his bodyguard in a couple occasions when he came to New Jersey. And able to get another police Not officer. mine, Buchanan. I didn't need one back then. I'd asked him if he needed a bulletproof vest because he, he didn't have one. He said he didn't need it. But uh, I had one, an extra one to give him. 
uh, when Joe left, uh, he left Florida. Uh, I left for Florida, I guess it was about 20 some years ago. And he's really established himself uh, really well in Florida. And he's done some amazing things, getting his doctorate degree and, and uh, being an expert in psychotherapy. I don't you know if you know, it, but Joe uh, has walked on fire on hot coals, right? That uh, he has uh, has developed his mind so strongly that he can do that. And it's, it's not, uh, that's not fakery at all. <laughs> all right. But we, we have what was interesting about Buchanan, this was years ago. It was that for me, Joe, what was interesting is he was very patriotic and he was talking about the problem with the borders back then. And he was talking about the national sovereignty and to maintain national sovereignty back then and about trade agreements that were, you know, undermining American sovereignty. Uh, Buchanan was totally right on 20 years ago, basically predicting this coming globalism and what we see today and what we're really Dave, really Dave, uh, and I'm gonna throw it right back to you really 30 years ago, because it was his 1992 campaign when he challenged the first Bush and his order. That's the one you were involved in. Right. So, yeah. So that was that was interesting. And it was interesting for me because I came from a a a background at Rutgers where I was a student body president. I used to have long hair and a beard and I was uh, I was uh, I would always say I was a radical. You know, I was, uh, and radicals go to the root, but, uh, well, the left was talking about Marx and Lenin. I was talking about George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. I said, I'm a revolutionary in their, in their, uh, you know, in their energy, not any other energy. And, uh, and I found it very uh, kind of amazing for me to see the left become the right and the right become the left in a sense. And that's what's happened in a good way The the, the right has developed a lot of core principles that in the old days we talked about the bill of rights and the, you know and, and and protecting your freedom you associated that when i was in college with the left and now you associate it more with the right uh, so it's it's kind of an amazing transition but joe has uh he's established himself down in florida and he has developed this band the jab resolution and he, I look at him as a, a foot soldier, and I think he does it himself. I mean, he's he's pounding the different uh, uh, counties down there, and it's taken off in Idaho and in Maricopa County and other places. And I think it's only just the beginning. I'm hoping that the national arm, as Joe said, and as you mentioned too, Grace, that this is really a bipartisan issue, or it's just a human issue. It, it has nothing to do with Democrat Republican. You can you can be anything. Uh, it's a matter of these globalists are trying to kill you and your family, and they're trying to redefine the human race and uh, basically lock us into a prison forever uh, and uh, dehumanize us. Uh, and that is in a literal sense, they dehumanize us. So it's just something I say to you personal. This is it's an assault on you, right in your face, and your family, all your loved ones. And so that's why that this issue, ban the jab, is... I think it will uh, develop outside the Republican Party, although I'm glad it developed in the Republican Party right now. And I think it's a universal issue throughout the world, throughout the world. And I'm sure in in Germany, there's no Democrats or Republicans. In Australia, there's no Democrats and Republicans. Or South Africa, there's no Democrats and Republicans. But they're human beings who are being injured and, and uh, killed by these, uh, these uh, vaccinations. And uh, and this is only this is only a little part of their plan. 
all right, this is all a little part of their plan. Uh, they're in it for the long run, and we have to, as, as Joe mentioned, we have to be in it for the long run, too. It's almost gotten to the point where both of us can't coexist on the planet. Someone's got to go. And they wanted us to be the ones that have to go. And if we're talking about the useless eaters that they like to say, the you know, other 99% or so, uh, as far as, as at least I'm concerned, and probably uh, our, our organization, National American Renaissance Movement, is that they're the ones that are useless eaters. I mean, we really don't need them to make this a wonderful world. In fact, uh, their intentions are not to do that. Their intentions are to make this a dystopia. They get off on all that negativity. So everything is at stake now. And, uh, you know, so the key thing, I think, Joe, uh, is somehow to wake people up more because they're not taking it personal enough. They haven't drawn the connections yet. As you mentioned, uh, it all caused mortality. I have in my family in the last month, I've had two people uh, I associate being killed by these vaccines. Uh, I, 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 I associated being, them being killed by these vaccines. All right. So, uh, and, and you have to start looking at that. If people are dropping off with all of a sudden the turbo cancers that come out of nowhere or babies are being born dead. People have to start looking at that. And, and also, like even in our health statistics, if you look back in the United States and when we were younger, it seemed to be the healthiest place to be. And for advanced statistics, we are one of the lowest and especially with child mortality and things of that nature, it's horrendous. And I would tie it into the vaccines and the, the pharmaceuticals. As soon as they got in there, uh, I think everything started going downhill and will continue as long as they're running the roost. In which state did you submit uh, the petition first? The were you able? Are you making any? Are you seeing any sign of progress or response? Positive response? Because I, I think you already, your organization, the National American Renaissance Movement, have submitted, let's say, 11 to 11 states. So, and, and are you guys, do you have a way of monitoring if you're making good progress about it? Because sometimes it's you not know, most people, ordinary people like us will say, okay, you did some movement, you know, you did that, but is someone following it up? Because sometimes it's the follow through. Could you please just educate my audience? We have a call to act of a 20 time, 25 different issues. The biggest issues, we have to organize those committees and maybe start next week, or ban the jab and the grand jury petition followed by like the who and things of that nature. But they're the two biggest issues. Uh, personally, I'm not satisfied with our progress because uh, I think when we started out, uh, we weren't ahead of ourselves, but as far as an organization, we were. In other words, we had the template, but we didn't want to follow through with it well enough. However, we did give Texas, every uh, district attorney in Texas, and Governor Abbott, and we sent it to uh, Attorney General Paxton, the grand jury petition. And there is uh, some little litigation there. I, I have to believe that some of them read it, and it have to help in a positive way somehow. I know Joe got it to, I think, the uh, 
uh, uh, Dr. Latipo in, in Florida, he handed it off. And again, it, it can only help. I'm not saying it in any way majorly influenced it. But we're looking for, and, and, and I think we're going to find it somewhere, there's going to be a brave, patriotic uh, a law enforcement prosecutor or judge that's going to take it up. And I think there's different strategies away. And Grace, you had Judge Paley on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we had a good discussion about the grand jury. And to your audience, uh, which they don't know, and most attorneys don't know, because you think the grand jury is dependent on a prosecutor to indict or an attorney general to indict. But in the Fifth Amendment, it also calls about presentment. And a presentment really reflects the grand jury as the, the people's court. And in 1948, they did legislation. They sort of slipped the presentment off to the side or out of the picture. But the Constitution says the pre presentment is when the grand jury can meet without the uh, prosecutor, when it can take the complaints from the, the civilians and, uh, and, and run with it. And then they call the prosecutor in and say, okay, investigate this crime. So there's another avenue. We've been going thus far through the prosecutors. And maybe that's the history of, of the fallacy. We tried that with the Lawyers Committee with 9-11. If the government is corrupt and the prosecutors seem to be appointed by the government, this is at the federal level, maybe you're not going to get where you want to go. So maybe you have to try to get it directly to the grand jury. And there are some ways maybe that Judge Paley was saying that you can do that. And, uh, and it may be through an assignment and things of that nature. So we have to explore that. But as far as the future on this, I think, and I, as I said, we are going to give every state law enforcement, as many as we can, sheriffs, prosecutors, a copy of a grand jury with their state laws on there. And, and we're building up that organization now to do that, to deliver it. So when it's written, it's served right away. And all of them have it, okay? Some of the states we've done that to, some of them we haven't, but we will. It's just a matter of organizing properly and getting more people involved. So if you want to get involved and ban the jab, all right, and or with the grand jury petition, along with all these other issues we said, please go to nationalarm.org. You can go to the call to action section. And you can fill it out, and somebody will contact you, and you'll be on a committee to deal with these issues. The issues we're talking about right now, front and center, it are being the jab. Why? And Joe said that because they're toxic. They're killing people. They're injuring people. And the grand jury, why? Because they're going to continue this forever unless somebody's arrested and put in jail and they can stay in jail forever. All right? If that may be lucky for this to stay in jail forever. But this is, is murder at the highest level throughout the world. And maybe it's, it's very difficult for people to realize that this is it's this, this is the end game uh, if we allow them to to push it. And for us, it's the beginning of a new renaissance, maybe the second American Revolution, where maybe more inclusive and a higher elevation and where we don't have these uh, clowns and criminals uh, involved in government. Uh, but it would be a nice day to, to see them out of the government and real people that care about all <laughs> In government, I've talked I've enough. Talked now. Any Joe wants to respond. Just add just real briefly on that. Um, I I think 
I think Florida is an example of where we are seeing an effect of it. Um, you know, we got the 10 states here that did advantage of resolutions. The governor and the surgeon general know about those. Um, and we've got the, uh, the ten, I'm sorry, the 10 Republican County parties that passed the ban jab resolutions. Both the governor and the surgeon general know about it. The attorney uh, uh, general knows about it too. And then we delivered the um, uh, Dave's grand jury petition to all 67 county sheriffs, all 20 state attorneys, the attorney general, the governor, um, surgeon general, Adipo, um, in one form or another, they all received this. And uh, I'll tell you another thing we've been doing, um, you know, uh, and this is more in the political world side of it, but we've been having people put up one to two minute videos on social media on uh, Twitter or X.com and tagging the governor, especially, but also Dr. Ladapo. I know for a fact that Dr. Ladapo has seen uh, a few of these videos because uh, I know somebody that sent you know to him so I, and somebody that actually met with him. So this didn't just happen in a vacuum. So the more noise we create, um, the more you're going to see movement. Dr. Ladapo's statement, and the, remember now, this is the Florida Department of Health calling for a halt to these shots. Now the question is, what needs to happen for Governor DeSantis to issue the executive order? That's what, and so we have to keep putting pressure. And so um, people need to keep making these videos, these one to two minute videos, put them out on Twitter and tag the governor with it each time you put one out there. And we have to just keep the pressure on. The Surgeon General's statement and the Florida Department of Health statement on this is powerful. Uh, and that's something we're gonna keep using. Now, the, as you put on the screen there, Dave's uh, grand jury petition also went to the Arizona, um, uh, uh, you know, governor and, and attorney general, and that's being circulated among activists there too. So that's going to add more pressure in Arizona, and we're just going to keep putting pressure and more noise. And you know, other people are acting too, like the, uh, down here, the Viers Law Group. Um, they put out a similar thing that we did, but they did it focus more on the Rendezvous and that side of things. Uh, and that they sent to the attorney general and the governor. So the more people to get involved, the better. Because see, asymmetrical warfare requires asymmetrical resistance. And, and it's really hard to stop a decentralized movement that's surrounded a, uh, that's based around a common theme because they can't kill all of us. And so they're not, once this finally starts blossoming, they're not gonna be able to stop it. It's gonna, they're gonna be running. So sorry, <laughs> you know, sorry for our audience. We have always a delay because we're trying to mute ourselves when, and it, so that we could provide you a better audio. Sometimes this happens and we just have to bear with that some noise, okay? So anyway, yeah, I, it, it's like, you know, this call to action of one minute video, doctors and so on, this is, this is really good because that's, I, rem I, I know that that works so much in social media, you know, when you just keep doing one minute video and you keep posting it and before you know it, people really keep hearing it. So in short, if the um, media, the mainstream media keep, kept bombarding us before from one station to another to another, same thing. Sometimes you have to use the strategy of your enemy so that it could benefit you. So basically that's how you, you know, that's one good strategy. The Dr. Sanson, maybe you could also share, because um, I know it's not your main article, but you re reposted it, republished it, you know, in, it's Dr. 
Ana Maria Mihalcia's um, article on the control of mind using nanotechnology. Because as, as a psychotherapist, I bet even without the nanotechnology, there were already so many ways that they just hypnotize us or control us. So maybe you want to share more about what you know about it. Sure. Yeah, you're right. I, I and that's one of the reasons, partly because of my political background, like Dave, like we were talking about, like so, like you know, back when 9/11 hit, it was like those of us on the right and the people on the left were like calling red flags on everything, and it was the people in the middle that went along with everything, you know, and, and so that's why when when COVID hit, I immediately saw this as an extension of 9/11. They just want to make the whole country and the whole world the airport, and. and um, so with the mind control, it's yeah, it's the constant repetition. Radio and TV are hypnotic mediums to begin with. And, and so what they do is they falsely frame the debate and they, they try to limit your, your between these choices here. And like those are the only things you can. That's why it's always important to reframe the debate. It's one of Trump's strengths was that he didn't let them frame the issues. He reframed them on uh, the issues on them on a lot of issues. And that's what we need to do more of. Um, but regarding what the way I actually interviewed Dr. Anna Mahalchia uh, a couple weeks ago to go into more detail on this a little bit. And so let's see if I can uh, not screw this up too much for your audience. But basically, there's self-assembling nanotechnology in the injections. It's going getting into the people's blood. And they've got these little nodes uh, that, are, that, that are within you. And these will end up working with your cell phone and transmitting up to the cloud and what she's um, saying is basically they are working on creating one an augmented reality but a mixed reality so that okay you've got all these little devices in you these nano devices are tracking you biologically etc etc and then they're transmitting to your phone which is then throwing it up into the cloud and then what their the intention is is to have artificial intelligence in the cloud, then almost the way I describe it is almost like if you're playing a game of chess and you, you're playing you plan out like five or different moves where it's going to go. So this is what the um, digital twin that they're trying to create is doing, and what it's actually going to try to do is um, come up with a different pattern that it thinks is better. And then, but we're talking biology, and then download that into you and alter your biology. Uh, and that, again, that can affect your mind because you can alter the brain activity as well. Um, so that's kind of, I'm probably overly simplifying the way she explained that with the digital twin and everything. With regards to like the targeted individuals and stuff with the symposium they had on today, uh, they were like, um, that you're doing through frequency as well uh and, and trying to transmit thoughts that way um you're you're they're hitting people with trying to transplant thoughts and some of it's just to get you to be suicidal that kind of thing and so they're influencing people's thought patterns and emotions and that they're also targeting people's devices you know i'm actually i just got a new flip phone flip phone baby flip phone no vaccine passport uh, I, by the way, I, I converted Dr. Anna Mahalchia to the flip phone, too. She went back uh, because everything she knows about the smartphones. But uh, uh, what uh, the targeting devices, like literally, I think I had 58 drop calls in like 20 days this month. And it's not just drop calls. It's like my phone gets turned off 
it gets rebooted, that kind of thing. So they're telling me it's the phone, but uh, so they're yeah they're targeting people uh, and they're influencing mind you know thoughts with frequency and that technology exists and uh, how far advanced it is or not I don't know they could be way more advanced than we think they are or not quite where we think they are but the fact that they're doing it is a problem they're experimenting on everybody they're messing with the biosphere with this nanotechnology if you look at the white house's supplemental budget for uh the nanoparticle initiative for 2023 they're not just talking about the nanotechnology and the vaccines there they're they're talking about it with our biosphere they want to alter plant life and so on so this is a, a big project that they're engaging in and you know, we, you probably saw recently Dr. Uh, Professor uh, Harari um, recently, uh, Yuval Noah Harari, talking about how human beings don't have rights. And, and he believes that, uh, and he's you know one of these WF guys, World Economic Forum, and he believes that it's a fiction. It's, it, it's a fiction. Just, you know, animals don't have rights. We don't have rights. It's just a fiction. And so what I would say to that is he's just dead wrong because we do have rights because we created them by allowing that divinity to come through us as human beings to decide that we're autonomous and we're sovereign beings and we do have individual rights. And the only purpose of government that's legitimate is to protect individual rights. That's the only purpose government has. Outside of that, it's, it's just totally evil. It's evil anyway, but it's a necessary evil. But anyway, I got off track there. But yeah, um, so the frequency is how they're, they're trying to do it and, and uh, you know, using the AI uh, to alter your biology too, which is going to affect your brain, let alone your health. And we just have to remember that everything really is frequency. And if, if they said that if we're just hearing these things now, that means they've been doing it long time ago when we weren't paying attention. And, you know, one thing that we as human beings understand is that we're so, so darn creative, okay? We're so super creative, intelligent, except that there's a few, only a few who have the intentions that's so evil. And so when, when like him, I don't even like to pronounce his name, because if when I say that name, for me, that's a frequency calling his name. But say, but when he does that, what we have to remember also is that we can reverse it by saying, no, you believe that that's only on you. So just now that we have an invitation from the nationalarm.org to claim something that's different, to say something different, like the bandage app, and that's that our power as human beings in a quantum way is if we can be intentional because intention as dr sanson knows and all the others who study the mind intention is so important and that's what uh, we have to come together with this intention that we have to call participate in calling to action i was wondering if david uh, could you enumerate also what are the crimes that you have you know, you and uh, Dr. Sanson enumerated in the nationalarm.org. And Grace, I'll just read them from the, the petition itself. Uh, racketeering, murder, conspiracy, aggravated assault, domestic terrorism, fraud, 
official and corporate misconduct, gain of function violations, treason, misprison of treason, genocide crimes against humanity, false information and hoaxes, bioweapons charges, violation of the uh, state constitution, the federal constitution. And all those uh, tie in with the uh, vaccines. Uh, the vaccines are a bioweapon. They're, they, they're a lethal bioweapon. And uh, what Dr. Mahalcha, as Joe pointed out, and what you pointed out, uh, and with most people, I think most doctors don't even know her work, the content of her work. But if they watched a video or two of hers, uh, their eyes would be really open. There are things in there that she can see because she has the equipment, along with some colleagues throughout the world, that is special equipment that can deal with the dark field. And they can see a technology in there as a hydrogel, as a graphene, the quantum dots. That's not supposed to be there. And if you watch a video, you can see it hooking up. You can actually see it uh, connecting and connecting a network. And what you were saying before, what Joe was saying about the smartphones and and the cloud. And uh, I think it's all tied in with the uh, 5G towers and maybe with the satellites that uh, what's his name? Musk wants to put more satellites up. They're all tied all together to create more of a, a prison. Uh, so uh, that's important. Uh, I mean, a lot of good doctors think uh, one of the, the benefits of, of all their evil is that they forced a lot of good people who are probably compartmentalized in the system, uh, just doing their job and saving people and doing good things. But when they came out to cure people or treat them with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all of a sudden they became rogues. And some of the top doctors in the country, like uh, Pierre Corey or Peter McCullough, uh, Joseph Mercola, Merle Ness, all of a sudden they became targets and enemies of the state. And uh, they were really the heroes. And uh, some of them, and you know, we don't know if, if, if they weren't punished, whether they would have seen it as clear as they do see it. But they put all these good people now uh, in the alternative. And I mean, there's a lot of people out there, I mean, that are, are got blackballed and got, uh, you know, defrocked or whatever. Uh, and uh, they're organizing or they're potentially organizing with through substacks and things of that nature to to wake other people up. But I think even those doctors, some of those amazing doctors I mentioned, haven't given her the due that they should to look at her work. Now, this is something really interesting, Grace. I might have mentioned it before. And I, I think I mentioned, I know I mentioned to Joe, there's a fellow I know, Clifford Cornicum, who has been uh, analyzing the quality of the air for at least 25 years. And uh, he is the one, the first to really work with Morgellons disease, which most people have never heard of, the synthetic fibers. He called it across domain bacteria because he gave samples to the government and they won't identify it. But him and Dr. Anna have collaborated and they have done, shared their work on, on the blood of the Morgellons patients that, uh, that Clifford has looked at, the blood of, of those people. And uh, Anna has looked at it through the blood of the vaccine, vaccinated people and then unvaccinated too. And they found the same 
structures, the same technology that Clifford has been analyzing through the air. Now, this is the quality of the air and, not, and in the blood. So this is before the vaccines. And so they've been doing this for a while to undermine our immune system. And it ties in directly with uh, Karen Kingston, what she's finding in the patents. So now you have, uh, which was really remarkable when Anna and Karen Kingston hooked up, because Karen worked, he's a whistleblower, like worked with Pfizer for 25 years, and she would explain patents to the lawyers and to the doctors, because the patents are a little, a little confusing sometimes. So she knows what she's talking about. She's finding in the patents the same descriptions, basically, of what Dr. Anna's finding in her dark field work and what Clifford Carnicum is finding in his work with geoengineering in, in the air. So that's really startling. When that comes together, if it does come together, and it will, when it comes and if people can see that, they can see that this is an orchestrated attack on them, on their immune system for quite a long time, on their food system, on what they eat, what they drink, what the animals have, what the vegetables or the trees or whatever. It's on all of life. This is an attack by these dystopic uh, evil demons. Uh, you know, maybe they'll wake up. And when they do wake up, like Joe was alluding to, I mean, you're going to have a, a very angry lion, a very angry people. And that's well needed because they should be angry. They should be very angry for what these these cretins. And, and, and I will take it another step. And, and maybe this is not the program for it. We're dealing with the third dimension here, you know, with the relativity and, and with the uh, speed of light being, you know, the fastest thing. There are a lot of other dimensions. There are some scientists and people who say that our spectrum of light is 0.005 in, in that. So our limited, our, our knowledge is limited. Somebody is feeding these cretins nanotechnology. This nanotechnology, in my opinion, this is so, it's like another world, and maybe it is another world, in a sense of fourth dimension type stuff. And you have to say, if the demons are, are we just saying people are demons, or we're saying demons, period, or what are this? What is this life force that would create this artificial intelligence, that would create, want to create a dystopic society that would say you have no rights, and that you're hackable, and that we want to move you all into smart cities where we can control you. We want to take your ability to transport, your ability to communicate, and your ability to be free and dignified. What kind of creature? I don't even think the worst human beings would do that. Uh, but that's what we're dealing with. And as we go along, we have to look at that. Uh, it, you know, we look at it, and it's not like a fairy tale. And it's not like saying, hey, boy, this guy's way up. No. This situation is way out, but it's not so way out because we just don't understand it. We don't understand the end game. When we understand at least their temporary end game is to change us to this uh, human 204, which is a robot, basically, or a slave. So the, the end game, when you understand that they want to dismantle society, they want to end the nation states, you can understand why there's borders opened everywhere in the world. They're doing that so they can control. And when you can see the arrow, the, ge the geoengineering continually, 24-7, going over the world, then you can start to understand 
what the hell are they doing? They're saying it's solar radiation. Don't believe anything they say. You cannot believe anything they say. You cannot believe their newspapers. That's all lies. And their deep state is them. They are the deep state. They created that deep state. And all those foul things, the cauldrons of all that evil is being stirred there. And that's what has to be freed. We can go back to John Kennedy being killed, but nothing was done there. And with Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, etc., 9-11, nothing was done there. And it's the same Cretans, in my opinion, that are behind it. And unless we have these grand jury petition, we take Fauci and we indict him. There were Gates, we indict them. And the rest of the rest of the international bankers, they should be indicted and beyond. And where does it take us? That's the question. Where does it take us? What world are we dealing with? Are we dealing with the third dimension? Or are we dealing with something, something much more, much more beyond that? And we talk about spiritual or supernatural or you know, interdimensional, extraterrestrial. Everything should be on the table as far as what we're looking at to reason it and try to figure it out. All right. So, again, maybe I've talked too much. Maybe I've gone off the topic. But to me, that is it. It's to see the picture, the total picture as best you can because we're limited in what we can see. If I say our limited light frequency here is is 0.005, boy, like I'm going to tell you what reality is all about. Yep. I can tell you what third dimension reality is about because that's all I know. But there's a lot more than that. As you mentioned, frequencies is all up and down the scale, way beyond us. But maybe not as we develop and evolve and we get over this hurdle with these crews, because maybe the there is unlimited potential for human beings to be incredible and in 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 the spirit and in the blessings of God. Right. Your thoughts, Dr. Sansone? Sorry, sorry. You got me? Oh. All right, now I'm there. I, I wrote an article sometimes back, like called the butterfly effect in political action mm -hmm. or something like that. And um, speaking a little bit to what you were speaking earlier and a little bit to what Dave was talking about. Uh, so every action has a ripple effect and it's going to affect every other action. And just when we passed that first band of jab resolution, I knew there was going to be a ripple effect. And we've experienced tremendous censorship after that happened. But it's affecting things even now. And just like what's going on now is affecting everything. And there's a lag time before the fruition. Um, they've already lost. It just it hasn't materialized. It, the, 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 the first domino was passed back then. And even before that, dominoes were passed by people putting information out there. So... It's just when it happens, we're trying to speed it up as much as we can and get more people involved. And it's really important that people understand nobody's going to rescue you. There are no white hats. Put on the white hat, rescue yourself. You need to get involved. If you're, if you're within the sound of my voice right now, it's your destiny to do your part to stop the extermination of the human race, to preserve the human species. That is your destiny. That is why you are here right now. And... Um, C.S. Lewis wrote a book called That Hideous Strength shortly after uh, World War II, and he's talking about the transhumanists there, and what they did is they had this giant computer, and they had a severed head connected to it, and they thought they were talking to artificial intelligence. It turns out it was like a demonic, dark angels, demonic entities that they were actually communicating with. So I don't know if Uncle Klaus has the, you know, the, the bat phone with you know, the, the devil or something like that. I don't know. But um, I do know what they're doing is evil, and I do know we're going to stop them, 
And uh, so this is the best time to be alive. We've got an opportunity to defeat something that nobody else has even faced. And don't don't wuss out. Get involved. Do your part. Don't be a coward. You know, at this point, I don't really have much use for coward on this. You need to do your part. Or why the hell are you here? You know, they're killing your family members. What do you do? And so uh, I think that what people need to really focus on is what's in front of them. You know, look at the big picture too, but we just got to keep moving moving the needle further. Um, these people will eventually get prosecuted. There's no way around it. They're, here's what's going to happen. They're going to try to co-opt this as they're losing because they're going to try to find a way to redirect it so it doesn't so it ends up with the least amount of people being prosecuted, you know, indicted and, and you know, in many cases there're probably going to be people executed. Um, I, yeah, cuz I guarantee you when people find out, look, 5.5 billion people have been poisoned. 271 million Americans have been poisoned. And in Florida, at least seven, uh, 17 million people have been poisoned with this biological weapon of mass destruction. We don't even know if it will lead to the extinction of the human race because it gets in the testes and the ovaries and, and with people's offspring. So now with um, the issue of uh, the, the nanotechnology, and, and the way that I understand it is from listening, especially I just, you know, the interview that Dr. Mahalchia did with Karen Kingston the other day, basically when you've got these hydrogels and everything in there, what they're literally doing is creating a biosynthetic life form. Why you would want to do that, I have no idea. What would be a logical reason to do that? So uh, they're nuts. They're evil. However you want to look at it. They're psychopathic authoritarians. And, uh, you know, maybe there's a, a field of consciousness or an energy field that's guiding them that they're tapping into. But the demons, these demons will scatter to the wind. They have no power over us. They have no power over you. They have no power over me. They, 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 they rule by the illusion of power. The pen is not mightier than a sword. That is the lie because their pen is backed up by force all the time. That's, that's how they win. They threaten you with force. They try to intimidate. They, they, the only way they rule is if people keep listening to them. And, and, and this discussion has to continuously be about who do we investigate, who do we prosecute for these crimes against humanity, for unleashing biological weapons against my neighbors, my friends, and family. And that's what this has to be about. And as these victims keep coming forward, because they're going to realize what's, ha what's happening to them, they're starting to realize it, it's going to be ugly. It's going to get uglier before it gets better. But the reality is, is we're going to have to look at ugly and, and we're going to have to harness that, that energy toward getting these people. We got to, we got to bandage jab. We've got to mitigate the damage that's occurred to these people. And we've got to go after these criminals. Yeah, so we really, we have a lot of things to do because, you know, we were bombarded as as they know they're losing. And when I say they, the ones, the oligarchy who really planned everything from centuries ago. <laughs> okay. But so but but again, I owe I will never lose faith in the ability of uh, human beings made in the image of the source that we have the power to change our course 
Okay, and it's happening now. That's why they're hurrying up to do other things too. And that's why wars are happening all over and just so we could all get distracted. We can't focus in this and then there's something else or something else. And especially with the, the kids, the kids' education, that's another thing that someday, uh, you know, there's has to be a movement. And I know other organizations have movements against you know, that's transgenderism, going into transhumanism. Um, what what can we, I know you're not doctors, but again, you don't have to be a doctor to be able to suggest anything good for those perhaps who have been duped into getting the job or just continuing to believe that it's, it's, a, it's, it's the right thing to do. So any of you can share. What I would do with that is, is I, I would, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. What I would do with that is I would go online and I don't even think Google has censored this. Google, by the way, Google sucks. Use Yandex. Google's good for your local stuff. You want to look up services. Yandex.com is the Russian search engine. It's uncensored when you're looking at any of this stuff. That's where you'll find actual real information. But anyway, go online and search for the, uh, Pfizer 5.36 post-cumulative analysis, okay? And what I want you to do is print out that 38-page document, read through it, look at the table, which shows you there's 42,000. This is, this is the early clinical data that they had from December 1st of 2020 through February 28th of 2021. And it shows you right in there that they have over 1,000 side effects. Now, Grace, you'll understand the terminology there better than Dave or I would because it's all medical words I can't even pronounce. But they've got a thousand side effects there, serious stuff from, from you know, death to heart, you know, stroke, heart attack, cancer, what have you, anything, blindness, whatever. Uh, and they, they list all the side effects. They had 42,000 adverse cases, 158,000 adverse incidents. What I think people need to do is print that document out. And next time you go to your doctor that told you to get that shot, hand it to them. Hand it to him or her and ask them, did you even read this when you coerced me? Because most of them coerced people to get the shot. Did you even read this? Go into your pharmacy and hand it to them now. Remove their plausibility. Walk into the pharmacy, drop that document right in front of the pharmacist and say, you no longer have plausible deniability. That's what I would do. Now, now when it comes to mitigating the, the damages, now Dr. Mahalchia talks a lot about EDTA chelation therapy, uh, methylene blue, things like that to, to knock out the hydrogels. And, and so her, her, what she really pushes is keeping the blood clean before these blood clots form because the, uh, the nanotech creates these hydrogel mounds which end up becoming these uh, blue fibers which develop into the blood clots. And she's demonstrated that on, on a couple of her videos. And, and, and so she's focused on keeping the blood clean because uh, the shedding is ongoing. I mean, you, you probably have seen her video where she got a cadaver with the blood of uh, you know eight month old cadaver with the self assembly still going on. So as far as we can tell, it's an ongoing process. So it's, uh, keeping the blood clean, boosting your immune system, ivermectin, things like that. And you're right, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just saying some of the stuff that I've been saying. But uh, the focus needs to be on being getting healthy. But the reality is, is doctors need to stop gaslighting their patients. They need to start owning up to what they did. And honestly, I don't get it. It's not that hard. I was lied to. You were lied to. Let's figure this out. But I think part of the problem is, is they're afraid of their employers. 
The other thing is is they don't want to admit how bad they screwed up. And, and, and some of them still probably don't even want to admit they were wrong. But the reality is is they need to own up to what they did. And, and uh, I did, I, you know, early on, I could see it. At this point, they need to own up to it. They need to admit this is the problem. There is a public health emergency. It's the COVID-19 bioweapon injections, the mRNA technology that's been unleashed on the human race. That is the public health emergency. And we need to keep hammering, by the way, that it's a bioweapon because so, they're gonna use this platform on everything. And we have to stop them. Every medication, every, every you know, vaccine, whatever you want to call it, that comes out is gonna have this. And they're not gonna stop. Because it is about depopulation. It's about this transhumanist goal. So they're experimenting on us while they're trying to figure a way to live forever. Because deep down, these people hate humanity because deep down they hate God because they're not God. I'm 100% in agreement with what you said. You know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But what else can you do? There's really some evil. I didn't even realize before that there's a church of satan or there's a you know i didn't know that but until like oh my god although from the very from the very beginning i never really bought the narrative and i as far as i heard about you dr sanson you were also like that that from the very onset you never believed that this is happening so uh, unlike my unlike my prestigious uh, attorney friend here dr david miswinkle i was never one of those crazy left wingers you know i was right from the beginning uh you know it was since the 80s but even uh even as early as 19 1992 is really when i woke up to the globalism threat and, and uh so me you can figure out my politics real easy i sort of I supported pat buchanan then ron paul then donald trump um you know i'm not happy with trump he needs to either own up to it, uh, either he's in on it or he doesn't, he, he got conned and doesn't want to admit it. But at this point, he needs to turn around and say Fauci lied, people died, and he needs to actually join this effort um, because uh, you're, these are going to get banned. And these are, what's he going to do when Florida does it? Because uh, the pressure is going to keep happening in Florida here. I think we might actually have something happening in the next few months with, as the pressure continues to build. Uh, I, I don't think the I don't think the Surgeon General and the Florida Department of Health can call for a halt to these and not actually do anything. I just don't see how that ends right there. So they're going to have to take it to the next step, even if they're incremental about it. Um, probably what they ought to do is, uh, you know, uh, call a pause to it until they get answers, and then you know take it to the next step. I want to share also the. Uh, my links for my um, wellness resources as a holistic registered nurse and I've been doing the health coaching in way before when that's the you know I'm an indigenous healer also so I've been studying in the Philippines and that's why I'm even working at the hospital way before this I had the highest sick time accumulated I thought I could sell it <laughs> those sick time so anyway those reach out to me for the audience you could reach out to me i'm very easy you could always find my phone number and my email and um david do you have any uh, recommendation for them in patient you're saying as far as uh if you get uh to prevent covid or is that what you're saying Grace, I couldn't understand what you're saying. Yeah, 
and for wellness because just as um we're trying the most important thing to is to ban the job to put a halt in it but people really have to own their health it's truly important or else that's when as dr sanson said you you're always depending on someone else to save you so if there's anything you i know you mentioned about food and other things but go ahead and if you have a favorite place that you go to please help our audience as well as much as you can right and uh, uh but uh what what joe was mentioning is that edta chelation is, is one of the treatments and and apparently in the uh the technology that the quantum dots are metal and uh, chelation removes uh, was it created as a antidote to lead poisoning so it removes the heavy metals from the body along with plaque so it, it, Dr. Anna was proposing that but and uh, you know what Joe said I mean sound all sounded really good as far as you know those recommendations um, methyl blue is supposedly pretty good for your body ozone. Uh, you know, treatments are, are supposed to be good too. Uh, but uh, I think the realization is that, and again, this is the bigger picture. I mean, you're talking about a little picture. Yeah, I, I want to shop where it's, it's it's healthier food. Uh, but the bigger picture is that we know that uh, they're trying to contaminate everything. Uh, we have our, our call to action, an area on health. And uh, because we're talking about a... They, if they want to reset the society, well, we want to do it this too, but we want to do it our way, not their way. So we want to rip renaissance. So we were asking people to look at the institutions, could be the medical profession, uh, the hospitals, etc., and make a uh, objective analysis of uh, are they existing for the benefit of, of people, for mankind, for health. And if they're not, then let's make them obsolete and let's create how it should work. Okay, how how people should form and who should be running farm. Uh, you know, you want Monsanto involved with farming? <laughs> good luck. You know, you're not going to get a good healthy seed. And it, and this is a, a corporation that develops a terminator seed. It, that's a nice, you know, it's it's terrible to even think of that. So uh, the uh, you know taking responsibility that's the key. Yeah, for your life and and for your your children who aren't old enough or to be able to help themselves in that way, uh, we want to create the best possible world. And we can't do it uh, if we keep on going around in circles and expect the people that are continually giving this garbage to us to do it. So people have to step up. There has to be new leaders, new organizations. There has to be new ideas for all our institutions. Look at the universities, how they've compromised their students. Rutgers right here. We all have a connection to New Jersey. And the here Rutgers University president forced those students, if they want to go to college and get an education, they have to get vaccinated with an experimental vaccine, which is no one's studied it. No, nobody knows the long term effects as we sit here right now. We don't know how bad they are, the long term effects of it. We've seen the short term effects, I think, in the first eight months back in 1976, when a swine flu vaccine came in, 25 people died. They took it off the market. In the first eight months, 16,000 people supposedly died from this vaccine, and they still don't take it off the market. This vaccine has killed more people in the first eight months than all the vaccines together in 33 years, and still they didn't take it off the market. 
And what's so upsetting too, from because I come from the background of law enforcement, is that the the prosecutors, the law enforcement, haven't done anything except for uh, down in Florida where Joe is, and with uh, Dr. Latipo's doing uh, really good work, and now uh, with uh, Texas, Paxton is making a lawsuit against Pfizer, I believe. But that's not enough. I mean, come on, there's 50 states here, all these people, hundreds of millions of people being affected. And it's like, what is wrong with you guys? Well, you want to just read? I mean, okay, get a hold of our grand jury petition and just look at those those crimes. Look at the evidence, the 151 exhibits there. I believe what Joe was saying about the Pfizer uh, statistics. Joe, I think we put them in there, uh, those statistics. As an ex- If they're not in there, I have to check. They should be. Uh, and just look at it. You can, you can pull out lots of evidence. A grand jury... It doesn't take a lot to get a grand jury going if you have suspicion of crime. Let's get it going because it's a monumental crime. And if you throw your fishing rod in there, you're going to pull something out. It, you can't help it because there's so much criminality involved here. So, again, people have to step up. They have to take some leadership now. Uh, there's too much at stake. Now, everything's at stake for that matter. And in particular, uh, for them, their lives and their family and their loved ones and the whole fate of the country. We were talking about freedom before. We have to realize that the, the evolution of freedom in the United States in 1776, probably that was the, you know, the, the, the highest expression of freedom through our Constitution and Bill of Rights that mankind has ever had. And that is all in jeopardy now. It's, it's all been in, being attacked for a long time within. And then we have a, a, a one of the crimes is treason. All right. I would say that uh, Mr. Fauci, Mr. Gates, being American citizens, are guilty of treason. They're working with an enemy to destroy this country. That's what they want to do. Destroy the United States, the integrity of the United States. And the freedom of all the people in this country and, and the health of all the free people in this country. That's what they're doing. So uh, get involved. Uh, you can contact us at nationalarm.org. And again, we're just starting out. We hopefully that someday we have a lot more involvement and we maybe have a bigger impact. But I think we're going in the right direction. And with Dr. Mahalcha's work, which is amazing, with Joe's work, which is amazing, and with the, the grand jury petition, or at least trying to get them, their law enforcement, to do that in their own state, it's a great combination. All right. We see the evil in those vaccines. Joe's calling an action. It's it's on the ground. Just ban them, get rid of them. And what we're doing with the grand jury, not just get rid of them because we have to do that. We want to put them in jail. Let them stay in jail forever. And that'd be merciful. Amazing, Grace. Let me just add one thing to that. Just I just want to have a very clear message to the administrators and the people at Rutgers University and any other university that is forcing these shots on these kids, you're going to face prosecution. You will likely eventually be executed. You are committing a crime against humanity, and you're not going to get away with it. Our audience wants to thank both of you. They're very grateful, and they wish they could clone you and put you in their states, <laughs> including Hawaii, Maui. So that's the what the audience said. And they want me to mention also uh, the beyond the con.com 
which is happening also, and they're also doing a grand jury investigation, which maybe is slightly different from uh, the nationalarm.org. Nevertheless, these two uh, movements or two groups, all I want to see is how they can consult with each other, because at this point, we have to hit it in all angles. Is is a local war, and hey, why not from you know, you hit it in all angles. So uh, last words of wisdom from any of you, feel free, Dr. Sansone. I was just gonna say Hawaii, you're not gonna have to like twist my arm to get there. <laughs> but uh, I just wanna say amazing grace, thank you for having us on. Thank you very much. Right, and, and this may be taking it off a little bit, though, topic. I don't want to do that. But there is a uh, one of our call to actions has to do with looking at directed energy that may have been used in Maui. I've been to Maui in Lahaina. It was a beautiful area at one time I was there. And uh, also uh, the directed energy as far as the uh, California fires and uh, maybe even Judy Wood's book, Where Did the Towers Go, as far as 9-11. But uh, that's just uh, one of the deep states, little secrets there. But that's a, that's an area that uh, somebody, if they want to get involved with, they could uh, have a study group. Uh, at least that's one of the, the proposed 25 subject matters. But uh, in closing, I would just say that this is uh, this is it. This is for us. And 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 Joe mentioned it before, but uh, you know, it's uh, what are you here for? You know, you were you're you're being honored to be born at a time which is a, a, the crossroads of the uh, human race. You're being honored to, to, to come here to defend the human race, the rights of the human race, the rights of the newborn babies. Uh, you are being honored to be here. And what are you doing with your time now, right? Uh, you didn't have to be here, but you are here. There must be a reason why you're here. And I would say maybe if you think it through, one of the reasons to, to contest, to fight, to resist this great evil and to propose what uh, would be uh, something really good and beneficial for mankind. So we're here now. Let's do that. If that's our mission, let's make this a, a good outcome and a good trip for, for all of us. All right. Thanks a lot, Grace. And uh, for Dr. Sansone, thank you very much for being with me, with David and me for the first time. And yes, whenever there's something new, please just reach out. I'll adjust all my schedule, whatever time, whatever day, and whatever you want, if you want to invite another one or whoever, you know, you could even do some, you know, if you want some images, feel free. I'll, I'll do my best to be kind of techy. And I just hope we don't have all this audio thing. And to the audience, please, thank you for, for giving us with some lapses in our responses. But we want to let you know that we are not here to make you fearful, but to make you uh, be aware. Because in everything that's kind of scary, there's a solution to it, okay? So look at Dr. Sansone changing the flip phone. There's And when you... Geoengineering is being mentioned. There are solutions. 
that's how intelligent we are okay so take care and resource bless and do your part like share subscribe and look dr joseph sanson substack.com it's very informative i just love all the substack i can eat up all of them and i never see and it's interesting too so you remember when you are reading the right things listening to the right thing your phone the ai on your phone brings you to more information of the right thing that's what i noticed but when you're looking at the wrong thing then suddenly you're getting also the misinformation of the disinformation so you play the game with what your phone has to offer take care and source bless everyone and you all take care of yourself take care